0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Content Creators College. My name is Jim Parsons. I'm here with Equinox Sound and Entertainment. I am the creator of the Sports Fans Side Hustle Digital Course. I am a content creator. I am a freelance writer. I'm a podcast host. I am a professional DJ or was a professional DJ. I am a lot of different things, but What I love to do, and that's what this lesson is all about, so on today's Content Creators College, this lesson is all about evergreen content. No matter what it is you do, no matter what niche you're in, no matter what specific focus you might have, evergreen content is critical to your success. Evergreen content, if you don't know what it is, it's like timeless content. It's things that you create... They don't have a time limit. They don't have an expiry date. They might need adjusting every once in a while, but really very little. Evergreen content is something that you put out into the world that will last and stand the test of time. So no matter what industry you're in, no matter what it is you're talking about, no matter what solution you're providing for your customer, your reader, your listener, uh, your viewer... Evergreen content is something that if they saw it last year and they see it again next year or the year after that, it's still relevant. It's still helpful. It's still useful information. So that is what evergreen content is. That's what we're going to be talking about today on this listen of Content Creators College. I'm going to give you five reasons that evergreen content is key to your content creation strategy, why you should use it, how it's going to help you. That is this episode of Content Creators College. I hope that you enjoy Welcome back, everybody. Let's get into it. Let's talk about evergreen content today on Content Creators College. Uh, Let's get first why, let's talk first why you need evergreen content. Why is it important? What does it matter? What is the purpose of evergreen content versus just writing something that is trending or in the news or hitting on something that somebody is talking about right now? Evergreen content uh, doesn't necessarily focus on the now, the current event, the thing that only has 15 minutes of fame. Evergreen content moves beyond that. So here's why we're going to be talking about evergreen content today. One, it boosts your search engine ranking. So if you're making an article, if you're writing an article, if you're making a podcast, if you're uh, putting a video together, evergreen content is something that is going to help with your search engine. So Google, they want to rank you. They want to put you on the first page of Google if you do things right. But guess what? When you create a, con- a piece of content that has an expiry date, So if you're writing a a sports story about the score of a hockey game, or you're writing uh, something about an entertainment piece in a movie and the score on Rotten Tomatoes and how well it did. All of those things are not going to be relevant in a week or two or three from now. There are very limited short window of time that people are searching for that. And then once it's gone and out of the, the new story pops up, the new 15 minutes of fate, it's gone. Nobody cares. So evergreen content is more about the piece of work that you create that has a longer shelf life. And so it's going to help your search engine results. It's going to rank you better organically, which means you don't have to pay for things. And that's going to be something that you really, really want to focus on as you're creating content, providing solutions for people. Uh, It draws in more organic traffic. So I mentioned that, right? There's a huge difference between generating traffic for yourself by paying for ads on Google or on social media or Instagram, Facebook, whatever, and then getting organic Traffic that you don't have to pay for, that Google just searches you out because you are an authority figure in that area. Uh, you're an expert in that area. So they will put you on organic search engines. Uh, much faster if you're creating evergreen content and it just stays there longer, right? It works its way up. You might have to change the date. Maybe you write 2022 today and then you go back in next year and you write 2023. You update it ever so slightly, but it stays on Google much, much longer. So that's really, really good. And it keeps your business a lot more relevant. It keeps you more important. It keeps you more up to speed and more up to date. You're providing solutions that stand the test of time. You're not just the now and then, you know, if the, the hottest flavor, the cup of tea. You don't just go away, Right. So it's a lot more relevant and it's valuable to your customers, to your listeners, to your readers, to your viewers. So that's something that you want to keep in mind. So here's a few things that you need to consider, some really important notes that you might want to think about as you're creating this evergreen content. Remember, evergreen content is timeless. It does not have an expiry date. So choose the right topic. So whatever it is you're, whatever lane you're in, whatever industry, whatever niche you're focused on, pick the right topic that has a lot to do with your niche, your industry. It can be trending, but phrase it in a way that that trending topic has a longer expiry date. I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. So I am a hockey fan. I'm an Edmonton Oilers fan. Connor McDavid is the arguably best hockey player in the world. He happens to play for the Edmonton Oilers, which is great for me. Now I could write a million articles about Connor McDavid and how well he played in a game that he might've just played yesterday or he'll play tomorrow or what have you. Or I could choose to write an evergreen article about Connor McDavid and seven things you maybe didn't know about Connor McDavid. And then I could do a little research and I could write, you know, where he's from, where he went to school, his hobbies, um, how young he was when he was, you know, first noticed by an agent, things like that. I can talk about those. That's evergreen stuff because whether you talk about it or you read it this week or you talk about it or read it next month or you talk about it or read it next year, it's still interesting. It doesn't really have an expiry date. That's an evergreen content, piece of content about a trending player, somebody who is actively. You can do that about movies, you can do that about health and wellness, you can do that about anything, right? Now, if you happen to be in the health and wellness industry and you're talking about diets or fad diets, things like that, something like Atkins diet or a keto diet, that may or may not last. That is something that you can hit on a very current event. You'll get a lot of traffic immediately, but it doesn't last for a very long time. It's not that it's a bad idea to write it, but what I'm suggesting is that you might want to write an evergreen piece about the different diets that came and went, or the different diets and their most successful diets, or the pluses and minus, pros and cons of each one of those diets. So you could make a whole list of the different diets that have happened in the last five years which ones worked, which ones don't, and then you can maybe write a piece of results, a a summary, so to speak, about all the best parts of each one of those diets, and there you go, that's evergreen, right? It's good now, it's good in a month, it's good in a year. So that's uh, choosing the right topic. So find something trending, find something popular, and make it an evergreen post. Make sure you use appropriate keywords. Now, keywords, if you don't know what those are, those are the words, the terms uh, that you put into a piece of content, whether you write it or you say it or you put it in your video, maybe in your video description, things like that. Keywords are stuff, they're words that viewers are using to find you. So whether they're going on Google and they're typing in uh, healthy diets or healthy eating plans, things like that, those are words that you're going to want in your content because those are the same words that those who find you are, are searching with, right? So they're going in there and maybe you go under the people also ask section of Google and you You look up what keywords are trending right now, and you go, okay, what's the most popular? And figure out a way to put those keywords into your evergreen content. It works out really, really well for you. Uh, Try not to use specific events or dates in your evergreen content, because guess what? Those things have an expiry date. Now, if you're going back into history and an important date of something, that's one thing. But if you're saying, okay, tomorrow this is going to happen, or this happened last week, or blah, blah, blah. Those things have an expiry date. They don't really work out for your content long-term. So you want to make sure that you don't date your own content. Don't actually put things with a shorter lifespan in there, current dates and events. It doesn't really help you in terms of you the long game with your evergreen content. So you got to be making sure that you don't do that. Try making a how-to guide or a tutorial on something. So if you're teaching a lesson on how to do something, you're putting a how-to guide together is never a bad idea. If they want if people want advice, if they want to learn how to do something, if they want to pick up a new skill, if you're the person who created the tutorial or the guide on how to do that, those types of things will last a while, especially if you choose to make something, write a lesson on how to create evergreen content. Guess what? This podcast, when you listen to it now, is going to be good in six months. It's going to be good in a year. So if I'm creating five-step guide, on how to make evergreen content, I'm good to go. Like I've I've created something that will last a little while. So putting how-to guides together, putting tutorials together, uh, it's not a bad idea at all. And if you do something really comprehensive, maybe a a series, things like that, that really, really works. Again, just make sure that when you're doing this, don't put in current dates. Don't put in uh, specific examples that are only relevant to that time. You might wanna just make sure you're being timeless in those sorts of endeavors. All right, here's a tip that you can add to your evergreen content. So if you want to put in charts, graphs, uh, dates, progress reports, infographics, things like that, go ahead and do that. Just make sure that when you go back uh, on a video uh, and you're maybe adding a piece to it, an addendum, you know, add another section to your written piece of work, uh, an added audio section to a podcast that you're going to read submit next year around the same time. Just update the information. So add the next or last year's results, what have you. Just make sure that the information is relevant. Make sure that it is timeless or timely for that year. So if something were to have changed very slightly from when you posted that piece of content the first time to when you're repurposing it the second time, add and update what you need to do just so that it stays relevant. So that when somebody finds something that you put out there in 2022 and then they find it again in 2023, it is as up-to-date as it can possibly be. It doesn't have to be done every week. doesn't have to be done every month. If you go in six months or even a year after you first create the post and then you update it and change it and then re you know, repurpose it or resubmit it or shove it right back up to the top of your content feed or your page, uh, it's never going to be a bad thing and you don't have to do most of the work because you've done it already and it's still most of the re- the content in there is relevant. Here's a good example of what I'm talking about. So say you, you made a post two years ago and you wanted to update it. It's about social media and how to use social media to promote yourself, your business, whatever it is you're selling. Two years ago, you probably didn't include TikTok in that post, in that piece of content. Guess what? If you don't include it now, you're not considered relevant. You're not considered up to date. You are not an authority or an expert on that because you, cannot, you simply cannot ignore TikTok right? It's just too huge now. So you need to go through and you need to update it and upgrade the information in that piece of content to now include a piece about TikTok and you can resubmit the same sort of thing. So social media, whatever it is that is the new trend, is something that you're going to have to keep an eye on. And if you're talking about that sort of thing, or you're promoting it on those sorts of platforms, that's a really good example of where you might need to go in and occasionally update the piece of content that you create. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about what some of these evergreen pieces of content might look like. Like, What titles, what headlines, what name would you give an article, would you give a video, would you give a piece of content that you're creating that is evergreen? So just so that you have a few examples, let's give you a few titles that you can use. So here's a couple examples of of articles that I've written in the last little while. And I won't be specific, but I'll just give you the start of each one of these. So seven ways to do something, whatever that is, whether it's, you know, Take a good vacation, whether it's read a book in a week, whatever it is that you're talking about. Seven ways to do something. Maybe 13 ways to do something in a certain situation. So whatever it is that you're trying to do when faced with a certain situation, 13 ways to do that. How about the top 10 blank? So the top 10 of anything, any kind of topic that you're talking about. Seven steps to blank, blank, blank. So if you're trying to reach an objective, solve a problem, go from point A to point B. Seven steps to get there. Seven tips for blah, blah, blah. So seven tips for social media marketers. Seven tips for uh, homeschool educators. Seven tips for losing weight for your cruise in a month. Whatever it is that you're teaching how to do, seven tips on how to do it. Seven blank adjectives. So big, awesome, super, fantastic facts. So seven facts someone should know or people should know, an audience. something Seven facts somebody should know. That's a good one too. Seven quotes by that will blank. So if you're trying to say, here's quotes that you can use to inspire you to do this. Here's seven quotes from this person that will inspire you to blank. So seven something, right? Seven things that will change your life. Seven and the things are obviously, you get more specific on that. So these are examples of evergreen content, right? This is the type of stuff that you can create an article about. You can make a video on You can, what have you. Uh, Here's a good one that I watch all the time. He's a a really good YouTuber. Uh, Seven ways to make $100 a day working from home. Or 13 hacks to make $1,000 a month in your part time, right? Those types of things. That's evergreen stuff. Now, he's going to update these things every once in a while. But those videos, when he makes them, they're good for more than a day. They're good for more than a week. They're good for more than a month. They're good as long as the thing that he's, you know, providing as a solution still exists. So he'll go in and update them every once in a while, but that's just a really good example of what I'm talking about. All right, I want to give you another little secret here that I've learned over years of creating content. Evergreen posts, evergreen videos, evergreen podcasts, things like that, they often start with numbers. And for the most part, any article, any piece of content that starts with a number actually gets better results than articles, posts, and videos that don't. But here's another trick that you should learn. If you go on Google and if you search some say you want to write an article about nine ways to lose weight this Christmas. So while everybody else is gaining weight and they're eating too much junk and they're relaxing and not working out, blah, 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 blah you might write an article about nine ways to lose weight this Christmas. What if you go on Google and you see that somebody's already written that article? That's okay. doesn't mean you can't. But if they've written nine ways, you might run and write ten You might want to write 11, write one more number than the one that's on there that you found at the top of the page, and you will be ranked higher in Google eventually than that one that you found at the top of the page. So numbers really work well, and higher numbers than what you've seen already out there is never a bad strategy. The higher the number, to be honest with you, the more likely you are to be ranked very high by Google and other search engines because they believe that you're an authority, that you know more than the person who they ranked already. In that subject, it's just not a bad way to go. All right, and I have one more more tip, one more strategy, one more secret for you before I let you go on today's lesson. Use power words in your articles. Power words are words that elicit a specific emotion. They are words like heartwarming or inspiring, alarming, devastating, Uh, words that are shocking to people when they hear them, either a good way or a bad way. When you read them, you immediately feel something about that. Use those a lot um, in your articles. Yes, they might feel t- a little bit clickbaity for the most part because if you say, you know, blah, 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 debuted a shocking blah, blah, blah at her concert, if you don't actually follow up on that within your article, or your video, or your podcast, then it's kind of clickbaity. So you got to be very careful that the emotional word that you use in your title is actually something that you're about to talk about or write about, or create a video about. So use power words, but just use them uh, sparingly. Make sure that you use them properly. Don't lead people astray with the power words that you use in your articles and your podcasts and your videos because that's not going to help you in the long run. You're playing a long-term game here with this evergreen stuff, so don't screw it up by cheating and taking a shortcut and sneaking people into reading or watching your content when really that's not the, the right way to go ever. Okay, so let's review here. Let's take one more glance at what we just talked about with evergreen content. One, evergreen content is like timeless content. It is something that you put out into the world that doesn't really have an expiry date. Now, yes, you might have to update it every once in a while and make it relevant for the year or add pieces that maybe now exist in that niche or that industry that you're talking about. But for the most part, you don't have to do much, and it lasts a very long time. The reason that you want to create evergreen content, just to review here, is it's going to drive a lot of traffic to you, and you're going to be seen as an authority or an industry leader because you're creating either how-tos, testimonials, guides, something like that, that that positions you as an expert. It's going to continually drive traffic to you. Now, evergreen, because it lasts longer... I might get more hits today by writing an article that is really relevant about something that happened today, but tomorrow that it, that story is old news. But evergreen content is something that will last a much longer period of time, and it will, over the long haul, bring you much more traffic over that time period. So just consider that too. It's going to improve your search engine rankings. So search engines like Google will find you, rank you, they'll crawl your, your information, your shows, your web pages, things like that, and they're going to eventually move you higher and higher and higher up the search engine rankings, which is kind of where you want to be. So that's some of the bonuses that you want to consider when thinking about making evergreen content. It's just really, really important to put that in as part of your your strategy when you're creating your content. Um, It's just super helpful. It's the way to go. You don't have to do it for everything, but make sure if you're writing, let's say you're writing content and you're writing 20 articles this month. Maybe make two of them evergreen content. Try it out. See what happens. If you're creating, you know, four podcasts this month, try making sure that one of the podcasts that you create is about a topic that is timely but also what you're talking about in that that timely trending topic is something that will be good to listen to a month from now or 3 months from now or 6 months from now. Try that as one of your strategies. And when you can make a video, you know, how to, a guide, seven tips to something, seven ways to this, See what it does. You never know. You might not get the same amount of traffic you do immediately if nobody's searching that trending topic. But guess what? Over time, as people want to learn how to do something, you're going to find that those videos have a much longer shelf life. And at the end of it all, there might be some of your highest traffic videos and content that you have out there. All right, folks. Hopefully that was helpful. I hope that you all learned something today when it comes to evergreen content. Again, my name is Jim Parsons. I'm here with Content Creators College. Hope that you enjoy. Don't forget, Download, subscribe, share this with others. Please go on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. It would be greatly appreciated and gratefully helpful. And uh, don't forget, if you want to check out my new digital course, Sports Fan Side Hustle, go to SportsSideHustle.com. You can get my absolutely free guide, my four free keys, the pillars to getting started as a sports fan and making some money, secondary lucrative side income. Start your own side hustle today if you want. SportsSideHustle.com. We'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Take care. Oh